Kingsborough by Henry Kendall Read for LibriVox.org by Peter Tucker A waving of hats and of hands, the voices of thousands in one, a shout from the ring and the stands, and a glitter of heads in the sun. They are off, they are off, is the roar as the cracks settle down to the race, with the yellow and black to the fore, and the panic blood forcing the pace. At the back of the course and away where the running ground home again wheels, Grub travels in front on the bay with a featherweight hard at his heels. But Yeomans, you see, is about, and the wily New Zealander waits, though the high-blooded flyer is out, whose rider and colours are Tate's. Look, Ashworth comes on with a run to the head of the levity colt, and the fleet, the magnificent son of panic, is shooting his bolt. Hurrah for the weather-bit strain! A fireworks is first in the strait, and a Kelpie will win it again is the roar from the ring to the gate. The leader must have it, but no, for see, full of running behind, a beautiful, wonderful foe with the speed of the thunder and wind. A flashing of whips and a cry, and Ashworth sits down on his horse, with Kingsborough's head at his thigh, and the field scattered over the course. In a clamour of calls and acclaim, the pair race away from the ruck, the horse to the last of it game, a marvel of muscle and pluck. But the foot of the Sappho is there, and Kingston's invincible strength, and the numbers go up in the air. The colt is the first by a length. The first and the favourite, too. The terror that came from his stall, with the spirit of fire and of dew, to show the road home to them all. From the back of the field to the straight he has come, as is ever his wont, and carried his welter-like weight like a tradesman right through to the front nor wonder at cheering a wit for this is the popular horse that never was beaten when fit by any four hoofs on the course to starter for ledger or cup has he ever shown feather of fear when saddle and rider were up and the case to be argued was clear no rather the questionless pluck of the blood unaccustomed to yield preferred to spread eagle the ruck and make a long tail of the field Bear witness, ye lovers of sport, to races of which he can boast, when flyer by flyer was caught and beaten by lengths on the post. Lo, this is the beautiful bay of many, the marvellous one who showed us last season the way that a ledger should always be won. There was something to look at and learn, ye shrewd irreproachable touts, when the panic colt tired at the turn and the thing was all over but shouts. Ay, that was the spin when the twain came locked by the bend of the course, the Zealander pulling his rein and the veteran hard on his horse. When Ashworth was riding, twas late for his friends to applaud on the stands, and the Sappho colt entered the straight with the race of the year in his hands. Just look at his withers, his thighs, and the way that he carries his head. Has Richmond more wonderful eyes, or Melbourne that spring in his tread? The grand, the intelligent glance from a spirit that fathoms and feels makes the heart of a horse-lover dance till the warm-blooded life in him reels. What care have I ever to know his owner by sight or by name? The horse that I glory in so is still the magnificent same. I own I am proud of the pluck of the sportsman that never was bought, but the nag that spread-eagled the ruck is bound to be first in my thought. Or who that has masculine flame, or who that is thorough at all, can help feeling joy in the fame of this king of the kings of the stall? What odds if assumption has sealed his soulless hereafter abode, so long as he shows to his field the gleam of his hoofs and the road? 
End of poem. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain.